our business grew during the pandemic. And then this year, we've had the largest sales increase that we've ever had. And I give a huge amount of the credit to the reward program. Welcome to our fourth episode of Loyalty Beat, a podcast designed to put convenience store retailers in the driver's seat when it comes to choosing the right loyalty program for their business. Last episode, we talked about the tenets of loyalty longevity, and one of the most important aspects to sustaining long-term profitability in a program is to never allow it to become stagnant, to keep developing your loyalty program and adding new features along the way. Today, I will be talking with Dan Durbin about the evolution of his loyalty program, If this is your first time listening, Dan is a 46-year veteran of the convenience store industry and has held a variety of positions during his tenure. Dan was president of Hotspot Convenience Stores for 25 years and is currently director of logistics for RL Jordan Oil Company. Dan and I will discuss the evolution of Hotspot's loyalty program, everything from how it evolved, modifying offerings, and creating new ones over time to keep the program fresh. Charles Darwin gave us the theory of evolution through natural selection over 160 years ago, organisms changing over time to adapt, survive, and hopefully thrive. Hotspot's loyalty program has been running for 14 years and has adapted, survived, and certainly thrived through recessions and pandemics alike. And now, here is Dan to tell us how it's done. Hi, Dan. Thank you so much for talking with me today. Good morning, Allie. I'm so glad to be here. It is so great to have you. Well, since we are talking about the evolution of a program, I'd love to start our discussion with a loyalty offering that has been a part of Hotspot's program since the very beginning, the genesis of the program. And maybe you can talk a little bit about how that has evolved over time. Is there an example that is top of mind for you? I guess if I go back to the beginning, one of the things that was really important to us at that time uh, was our uh, cigarette program. We were in a cigarette price war with our competitors. Our profitability, our margins were going down. Our sales were going up slightly, but we didn't have the cigarette sales that our competitors did in our share group. And so, The first thing that we wanted to know was what kind of program that Electrum had to help us to give our best customers the best price in the market and uh, to maybe not contribute to the ever-increasing discounts that uh, our competitors were giving, you know, to be able to maintain profitability. Uh, We found out that you had a two-tier pricing program, and we ask if it could be three, four, five tier. Uh, Of course, Electrum said that we could have as many tiers as we wanted. So we tried to give our reward customer the best price in the market while maintaining a slightly higher price for the people who were unwilling to get a reward card. The best thing about that is that 
almost everyone was signing up for the card. It drove signups for the card tremendously. So cigarettes were a very vital part of us getting off to a great start. We gave our customer a five-cent discount on a single pack, and that went up with larger purchases. So if they bought a two-pack, they got a 15-cent discount. If they bought a three-pack, they got a 25-cent discount. If they bought a four-pack, I'm sorry, a five-pack, they got a 40-cent discount. And then if they bought a carton, we gave them a dollar discount. The thing that was really great about the program is that the competitors allowed us to do this without trying to match those prices. They tended to uh, just look at our frontline price. So what we saw is they began to increase their prices. And as they increased their prices, we uh, were able to make more money as well. But our customer continued to get the lowest price in the market. You know, a reward program is about treating your customers better than they would be treated anywhere else. And that's what we did. And uh, a reward program can also help you to make more money. And that's what we did. So the reward program has just absolutely been a uh, money-making venture from the day that we started it. And now we have literally uh, thousands of products uh, that are on the reward program every day. Many of them, we're able to give customers the lowest prices in the market, and no one seems to compete with that. So it allows us to establish our customer at the lowest price. And it's just been awesome. I love that. I think that description of what a loyalty program should be is is really spot on. I also wanted to ask, you know, since we're talking about cigarette discounting, Electrum was one of the first loyalty providers in the market to offer scan data as part of our services. I'm curious, how did tobacco scan data change the way Hotspot approached and structured cigarette discounting? Well, it took it out of our hand. Uh, we, we would have preferred, actually, to maintain the program that we had. But when the cigarette uh, companies decided that they were going to dictate every little thing and that you had to uh, jump through this hoop or that hoop and, and so forth, and it was very difficult uh, for us to, uh, to do all of that. In fact, we would not have uh, been able to do it without Electrum. Electrum came in and handled all of that for us. It's one of the biggest money-making things that we have. Uh, we would have preferred to give the discounts the way that we wanted to, but the discounts that we are receiving and the cash back that we receive, we pass that along to our customers, and it's uh, caused our sales to continue to grow. But it's not so much because of the the discounts, because the discounts are not greater but it's because so many people are not able to take advantage of the scan data program because they don't have a provider like Electrum. I think you've really highlighted uh, a very important element to loyalty structure, especially when it comes to consumer habits shifting. I mean, since 2005, tobacco use has been trending down nationally, but the way you structure cigarette discounting can be applied to other SKU groups inside the store. So as those consumer habits shift, you still have that loyalty structure that you can build upon. Now, I'd love to shift gears. Just as it's important for loyalty offerings to evolve over time, it's also important to add new elements to the program to keep it fresh and exciting for customers. 
Once it's been launched, our clients have come up with a lot of ideas, and you in particular, Dan, have come up with so many great ideas. And we don't just want to accommodate those requests. We at Electrum really welcome that because it's what keeps programs fresh. It's what keeps customers excited. It's what keeps customers coming back. What is one of the latest ideas Hotspot has added to their loyalty program? Well, uh, I think this is one of the greatest things that uh, we've done, and it doesn't cost us a thing. And that is to greet our customers at the checkout by name. And uh, when they swipe their card, the na- their name comes up on our register, and we're able to uh, speak to them by name. And uh, the way that, that this came about is I came to Electrum, and I told them a story about uh, how Mr. Jordan, the man who started this company and, and uh, made it really what it is, in his first store, he would pump the gas for his customers, and he would walk out and... They would roll down their window, and he would ask them uh, if he could fill up their car, and he would ask them their name. And when he went back to fill up their tank, he would take a number two pencil, and he would write their name inside the gas cap. So after he had done that for quite a while, uh, he would uh, have all of their names listed uh, in in the gas cap, and he would open the gas cap before he would go to the window, and he would uh, put the hose in the tank and read their name off to himself. And then he would go to the window and uh, greet them by name and ask them if they would like to fill up with premium gasoline. And he said that he started selling so much more premium and making so much more money, and uh, they would take him up on it so often. And he felt like it had a lot to do with the fact that he was greeting them by name. But his business uh, continued to really grow and grow, and he attributed that to speaking to them by name. So I asked Becky and Ed at Electrum, would they consider doing that? They told me, we have the technology already to do that, and uh, we're going to do that for you. And it's just been amazing. I'm excited about this new program. It takes me back you know, to that time that you know, when he was trying to build his business and trying to speak to his customers. And I'm, I'm just excited about it. I believe that it's going to be a huge thing for our sales volumes. Uh, we want our customers to feel like we're a family. And when we can speak to them by name, and already we have cashiers who are learning people's names, and they don't even need the cash register to tell them anymore. And that's that's a major thing. That's That's just so big. So that when that person comes through the door, uh, we're able to speak their name. And it's just it's just been an awesome thing, and we're really excited about it. We think it's going to uh, bring big rewards to our company uh, as we try to give our customers rewards as well. I love I love that story. It's just it's so old school and and such a deeply affecting way to interact with customers. So, yes, that is absolutely brilliant. And you know, when we talk about this being a new addition to the program, you implemented this literally last week. So so this is a very new and very exciting development. I'd love for you to talk through the logistics of how this idea works. You know, since we don't have gas caps to write names into, how does that work in 2021? You know, how are the cashiers seeing the name and what does it look like from the clerk side? Sure. 
Uh, it, it's it's hard to learn everyone's name, especially if there's no reason to uh, to look at a, a license or something like that. So when the customer comes to the register, uh, the first thing that we ask them is to see their loyalty card, their reward card. Uh, if they don't have that, they put in their telephone number, same thing. Then we greet them at that time. Their name comes up when the card is swiped. The whole idea is to have an opportunity over and over again to see a person's name, to greet them by name, and to uh, begin to learn their name. I think it's going to be one of the better things that we've done, and I think it uh, helps us to uh, treat people more like their family, which is what we're really trying to do. And quite honestly, um, you know, our employees are getting more of the sense of this family, including more than just their coworkers, but it includes every one of our customers. And even when our uh, employees leave our company and move on for higher paying jobs, they never tend to leave us. They always want to stay a part of Hotspot and they keep their own reward cards. And we've had people that have been there from the beginning as cashiers and now they're uh, just customers, and but they're still part of our family. And it, I think a lot of it has to do with the reward program. There's no way that we would be doing this 12 years later if it uh, wasn't working and wasn't making uh, making us a lot of money. Through the pandemic, it's actually grown our business. Uh, more people were coming to our business. We signed up so many new customers, and um, and now we're starting to keep that business. Our, our business grew during the pandemic, and then this year we've had the largest sales increase that we've ever had. And I give a huge amount of the... Um, credit to the reward program. I'd like to thank Dan for talking with me today and thank you for listening to our fourth episode. You can subscribe to get emails about upcoming Loyalty Beat episodes on our website, electrumloyalty.com. If you are a convenience store retailer and have a topic you want us to cover or questions for the podcast, please go to the contact page on our website. You can rate and follow us wherever you stream your podcasts. And most importantly, thank you for tuning in and see you next time. Music